did she do? Woman Jacker. Hello, I'm Samsara and you are listening to What Did She Do? Before I begin, I would like to acknowledge this podcast is created in Nam on Boonwurrung lands and thank them for allowing us to tell our stories here. What Did She Do? is a weekly podcast which features reviews written by myself and keeps you up to date with live theatre and events in Melbourne. It drops every Sunday. So let's have a look at what's on. Surat Saratnia's last performance is tonight at La Mama HQ. This work will appeal to anyone interested in politics and history, bearing witness to a still untold story where millions are estimated to have been massacred in the communist purges in Indonesia. Tickets can be booked through lamama.com.au. I Shall Go Out in the Snow-Covered Field also has its last performance at La Mama Courthouse. How did a young girl from Madrid who only wanted to act and sing become captivated by the musical genius Sergei in New York, but end up abandoned by him in Moscow, then sentenced as a counter-revolutionary spy to 20 years forced labour in the gulag of Abetz. Tickets at lamama.com.au. The Merchant of Venice is playing at St Kilda Botanical Gardens until December 23rd. This hilarious adaptation breathes new life into a rarely produced work, combining the rich language of Shakespeare's iconic play with the vibrant energy of musical theatre in a production that's guaranteed to dazzle audiences young and old. Tickets via trybooking.com. The Wacky Wombat is also playing at St Kilda Botanical Gardens until the 23rd of December. This hilarious 60-minute pay-what-you-can show follows the Wacky Wombat on a whimsical adventure across Australia, meeting some larger-than-life characters and learning all about environmental conservation on the way. Tickets via trybooking.com. Christmas Under the Big Top will be here until December 24 at Burnley Oval in Richmond. There is free entry for kids under two, although booking fees apply. Tickets can be purchased at ticketmaster.com.au or call 0474 Christmas Carol is playing at the Comedy Theatre through to the 7th of January. Experience this powerful, joyous and uplifting production of one man's emotional journey from resentment to redemption. Tickets can be purchased through christmascarolaustralia.com.au. Come Home opens at Theatre Works on the 2nd of January and runs through to the 6th. Claire Come Home is a dark comedy about the absurdity and grief of waiting for a loved one to get better. Tickets can be booked through theatreworks.org.au. Roald Dahl's Fantastic Mr. Fox hits the comedy theatre stage from the 13th to the 21st of January, 2024. No one outfoxes a fox. Tickets via marinagroup.com. On the 15th of January, the Melbourne Theatre Company presents 17, a wild and wise vision of adolescence where youth and maturity intermingle in every moment. 
The season runs through to the 17th of February and tickets can be purchased through mtc.com.au. Groundhog Day the Musical is playing for 13 weeks at the Princess Theatre from the 24th of January. This brilliant new production is based on the classic movie and is a parable of love, hope and transformation. For all bookings and inquiries, call 1300 111 011. Victorian Opera brings Candida to the Palais from the 8th to the 10th of February. Voltaire's satirical tale of mindless optimism springs to life through a brilliant score from famed West Side Story composer Leonard Bernstein. Tickets can be booked at victorianopera.com.au. The Rocky Horror is back in Australia and takes residence at the Athenaeum from the 9th of February with Jason Donovan as Frankenfurter and Joel Creasy as the narrator. It's astounding! Rocky Horror Show tells the story of Brad and his fiancée Janet, two squeaky clean college kids who meet Dr. Frankenfurter, an extraterrestrial mad scientist from the galaxy of Transylvania, where people really like to party. Tickets are on sale now at rockyhorror.com.au. Dickens Street The Other opens at Theatre Works on the 16th of January and runs through to the 20th. Opening nights are dramatic, but this one takes the cake. To book, go to theatreworks.org.au. Hope Hunt and the Ascension into Lazarus comes to Dance House on the 17th and 18th of January. Masculinity, testosterone, social class, identity, football allegiance, religion, aggression, the id of the North Irish chav is broken down and raised again in Hope Hunt and the Ascension into Lazarus. Bookings at dancehouse.com.au It will be a hot summer night at Gasworks from the 23rd of January to the 5th of February. This outrageous adults-only circus cabaret show features a brand new hand-picked cast of Australia's top circus performers and is hosted by the brilliant multi-award winning cabaret star Tash York. Tickets through eventfinder.com.au. On Thursday the 1st of February 2024, Irrational Fear podcast is celebrating its 100,000th, 404th download at the Malthouse Outdoor Stage. Irrational Fear brings together Australia's best comedians and experts to laugh at the world around them. Tickets via malthousetheatre.com.au The Main It Illusion exhibition takes residence at Arts House from the 19th of February to the 23rd of March. This is a hot and humid installation of Philip Pink's sound, video and performance inspired by video key in the Philippines. Bookings through artshouse.com.au. Flamenco Dancer is happening at Gasworks from the 20th to the 24th of February. Flamenco Dancer is an inspired, powerful and elegant show of flamenco, dance and guitar. Bookings at gasworks.org.au. Gaslight opens at the Comedy Theatre from the 6th to the 17th of March 2024. Young, trusting and fragile, Bella Manningham thinks she's losing her mind. Tickets via marinagroup.com.au. 
AU. Rejoice Sapphire Melbourne, Wicked is back. Long before Dorothy dropped in, two other young women meet in the land of Oz. We're gonna make you pop, you learn. <gasps> when I see depressing creatures with unprepossessing features, I remind them on their own behalf to think of celebrated heads of state or especially great communicators. Did they have brains or knowledge? me laugh. They were popular. Please, it's all about popular. It's not about aptitude. It's the way you're viewed. So it's very true to be very, very popular. Like Performances at the Regent Theatre commence from the 6th of March 2024. Bookings via ticketech.com.au or phone 1300-111-011. Ruben K is performing Apocalyptic at the Malthouse from the 28th of March to the 21st of April 2024. Part eulogy, part elegy, part Eastern Block Dog Day afternoon. Bookings at malthousetheatre.com.au. brings the Irish dance sensation Airborne back to Australia. The wait is finally over for all the fans who anticipated seeing this incredible show. The tour kicks off on April 18 and will do 22 shows across Australia. Tickets are on sale at melanevents.com. PF will be at the Palms at Crown on the 16th and 17th of May 2024. This celebrated production tells the story of Edith Piaf's career through her unforgettable songs, including La Vie en Rose, in an original scenography with projections of images of Edith Piaf never published before. Parle tout bas, je vois la vie en rose. Allez, venez, Milor, vous avez l'air d'un môme. Laissez-vous faire, Milor, venez dans mon royaume. Non, rien de rien. Non. via theprestigeevents.com.au Finally, Sunset Boulevard opens on the 21st of May 2024 and stars international superstar Sarah Brightman. This will be a brand new lavish production of the Tony Award winning musical. Tickets can be booked at sunsetmusical.com.au
Last week, I reviewed Surat Suratnia, which was a memory piece about the Indonesian purges in the 1960s, which brought President Suharto into power. This week, we move forward in time to May 1998, when students rioted and the communist rule of President Suharto came to an end. Playing this week at the Motley Bauhaus, May 1998 is a powerful interrogation on the issues surrounding multiculturalism and what defines our national pedigree. Whilst not specifically about Australia, an Australian audience will find that the questions arising in May 1998 are questions we are in the process of asking ourselves. In May 1998, Victoria Wanata, writer and performer, has created a bilingual surrealist monologue. It shifts between the memories of the past and dreams of the future. It shifts between hope and despair and it shifts between Indonesian and English language. Designer Nathan Din has captured that perfectly in a set grounded by a table and chairs, but with the floorboards falling away and the edges of the stage strewn with memorabilia, including protest placards, photo books, children's shoes, etc. Normally I would rail against a table placed at the centre stage because, as I always say, why would you give the most powerful position on the stage to a piece of furniture? It works because of the clever blocking of Acacia Nettleton, the director. May 1990. 1998 is a raw and intensely personal remembrance of a terrifying experience to live through and the soul-wrenching struggle to be accepted. I'm not sure I understand why the concept of a homeland is so important to us and even as I write this I see the irony because I identify strenuously as an Australian even though I am first generation. For the Chinese Indonesian community the struggle to be accepted as something other than a cultural minority in Indonesia has been ongoing even though they migrated over a hundred years ago. During the Suharto regime, the policy was assimilation, which meant unique cultural practices were discouraged. We know quite a bit about assimilation policies in Australia too, don't we? While the May 1998 riots was supposedly an unrest led by students, the truth is that the seeds were sown in the 1997 Asian financial crisis, and it is believed the military actually engineered the riots to unseat Suharto. Inflation, similar to the conditions in Germany, which led to World War II, created a social and economic disaster, which could only have one outcome. In the riots, the Chinese Indonesians became the target of pent-up frustration and despair. We always look for an other in these situations, and it was this community which bore the brunt. Typically, it didn't even matter what your background was. If you looked Chinese, you became a target. In May 1998, Winata's character, Ai, remembers the terror and confusion of the riots. The show begins with her getting a phone call saying her grandmother is dead, but she can't go to her funeral. She can never go back because she promised she never would. We learn that Ai has migrated to Australia after the riots, after the most horrible thing that can happen has happened. We learn about the overwhelming stench of burning in the air, the crowds of the people in the streets. I goes out in the streets to look for her brother. Winata never says specifically what happened, but suffice to say that there were a lot of rapes during these riots. Telling the story in Indonesian and English, I declares her right to assert Indonesia as her homeland. She will never consider herself Australian and will never become a citizen because she is Indonesian. Her plea and demand is that both Indonesia and China accept that claim so that she can return home. I admit I don't know enough about the Chinese part of this story to understand what influence China plays in this narrative. Winata is a poet as well as stepping into playwriting and the beauty and intensity of this writing is breathtaking. Add to that her incredible skill as an actor and in May 1998 we have an enduringly powerful piece of storytelling. I'm going to say it is perhaps around 10 minutes too long but that might only be because I don't understand Indonesian and there are a couple of long passages in that language which allowed me to temporarily disconnect. Having said that the beauty of the language and the deep authenticity of Winata's performance kept me in trance even when 
I couldn't specifically understand what was being said. Sarah Gooder's sound design was a light touch but very effective and the rhythm developed for Winata to move into more lyrical passages was delightful. Winata's connection to poetry comes through almost as strongly as her connection to Indonesia in this painful yet stunning piece of theatre. I know this is a heavy topic for this festive time of the year but I strongly recommend you go and see May 1998 because I don't know if it will be restaged. I hope it will. If you saw Surat Suratnia you absolutely have to come and see May 1998 to see the next chapter in the story and I gave May 1998 4.5 stars. If you would like to comment on this review you can go to whatdidshethink.com and have your say in the comment section under the review. You can invite me to review your show through the contact me gadget on the left of the page. For industry news this week, the Internet Work Australia has established a database to assist Australian performing arts organisations when developing their policies, plans, procedures and codes of conduct. Policies are submitted by the organisation that owns them and TNA claims no ownership or responsibility for their contents. These policies should be used as a reference or suggestion on how to develop your own similar policy and are not designed to be used as templates or guides. We encourage you to seek your own personalised advice to ensure policies are right for your organisation. For easier use of the database, click View Larger Version on the bottom right corner of the embedded Airtable. You can filter policies by organisation type, state and policy type. A range of policy templates can also be found on the Institute of Community Directors Policy Bank for any non-profit. To submit policies to this database, complete the application form. A Word version of the form is also available for download. Once approved by TNA staff, it will appear on the database below. Please note, TNA has been advised that Airtable is not optimised for accessibility and are investigating alternatives. In the meantime, if you require a Word or Excel version of this database, please contact them. To access this resource or contribute, please go to tna.org.au. The 2024 Sydney Meyer free concerts at the Sydney Meyer Music Bowl have been announced. All concerts are at 7.30pm, gates open at 5.30pm with free entry on a first-in basis. Join in the magical evenings of music at the Sydney Meyer Music Bowl, the quintessential Melbourne summer tradition. The first one for the year is Puccini in the Park on Wednesday the 21st of February. Giacomo Puccini composed some of the most enduringly popular operas, including Tosca, La Boheme and Madame or Butterfly. The MSO at internationally acclaimed singers Hui Hei and Paul O'Neill perform selections from these operas and more. Conducted by Zhu Zong, for something special this week, I am playing the flower duet sung by Maria Agreste and Christina Rice for the Royal Opera. Thank you. 
to finish, here's a recap of what you can experience in Melbourne this week. Surat Suratnia is on at La Mama HQ for one more day. Tickets can be booked through lamama.com.au. I Shall Go Out in the Snow-Covered Field is also playing at La Mama Courthouse for today only. Tickets via lamama.com.au. The Merchant of Venice is playing at St Kilda Botanical Gardens until December 23. Tickets via trybooking.com. The Wacky Wombat is also playing at St Kilda Botanical Gardens until the 23rd of December. Tickets via trybooking.com. Christmas Under the Big Top will be here until December 24 at Burnley Oval in Richmond. Tickets can be purchased at ticketmaster.com.au or call 0474 220050. What Did She Do is created by myself, Samsara, and drops every Sunday. Also, if you like a bit of audio fiction in your podcast mix, you can check out my other podcast, Samsara's Dramas, scripts straight from my pen to your ears via an amazing ensemble of actors. Normally, I would say let's catch up again next week, but we're going to be on a hiatus until the middle of January. So enjoy your festive season and we'll be with you around the 15th of January. What did she do?